0: Tyranny was broken by the sins of the father and his shepherds finally ceased to roam seeking instead the simple peace found in the comfort of heart and home all eyes now turn to his heir and son who forged their home with his power will he be strong enough to lead them in this their darkest hour Welcome back to The Lost Tribe, Darkest Hour. As always, I am the author and your humble narrator, Peter Ivy. If you are enjoying this podcast, please follow and subscribe to help me keep bringing the story to you. Thank you for listening, and let's begin. Chapter 21 We returned to home, worn out and ready to sleep for a hundred years or so. It was quiet in the castle this evening and it suited all of us just fine we were too tired to get into a discussion at this point any problems on the worlds would have to wait while we recovered i intended on getting better as quickly as possible even though it was dangerous to force that process in theory i could just continue to run myself ragged come back and absorb the power i spent from the hearth and be ready to go again in a short time the damage to my mind was what i was worried about though i pushed it before And the resulting disorientation had crippled me for days until i healed properly i knew that i would have to risk it i simply couldn't afford to be down for so long my chair by the hearth awaited my company but before that i needed to take care of my family helped casey up the stairs into our quarters we got inside and casey poked her head into flynn's room she said that he wasn't there and i started to worry a bit flynn i heard the scrape of boots on the stones And turned the doorway to see my father standing there he looked terrible older than i'd ever seen him his hat was missing his shirt was hanging out and there were heavy bags under his eyes it had been almost two days since i'd been home and my father hadn't slept during any of it oh wow are you okay duh casey came over to him and guided him to a chair she kissed him on the cheek he let out a heavy sigh i'm glad you're home You need to talk to your boy, Mickey. Is he okay? Is there something wrong? Casey asked, her eyes narrowing in suspicion. In my heart, I was already prepared for this. I knew there would be problems after the shitty things that Flynn had witnessed in Kaladin, and I inwardly cursed the forces arrayed against us for what they were doing to my family. Where is he? I asked him. On the deck upstairs. He's been stewing in his juices for a bit now. Why is he up in the tower? Das scratched at his beard and rubbed his face. Yesterday I found him sitting in your chair by the hearth, he replied, nodding at me. I asked him what he was doing, and he said he was keeping it warm for you. How cute, I said, smiling at the image of Flynn in the big chair. Oh, it was cute, as you say, until I asked him to get up and get ready for bed. Then he looked at me, Mickey, and said, I do not need to sleep, old man. What? Casey had a stunned look on her face. I'm so sorry, Gavin. That didn't trouble me over much, Casey. It was when he turned and I saw the green in his eyes that I grabbed him and hauled him out of there. Oh, hell. They were bright. Bright than either of you. I'll never forget the sight of him. He's calmed down a bit since then, but he hasn't slept either. It was really happening. Flynn's powers were emerging full force. But why now? Flynn hadn't been hurt or had never been in danger. Except that he had. He totally had, the limo. Maybe the power inside him was starting to emerge in direct response to the perception of danger. Maybe it didn't even matter if I stopped it or not. The fact that he knew there was danger had perhaps triggered the change in him. It had to stop. I had to see Flynn now. They will all pay for this. What did you say? I'm going to go talk to Flynn before this gets out of hand. There must be something I can do for him. Casey took my hand as I tried to leave. Just be his dad. It doesn't matter what's happened. He's still your son. I squeezed her hand and left the room. I took the stairs slowly, thinking about how I should handle this. Flynn's accelerated growth was aging his mind. But I wondered a lot about his motions. He still seemed to be acting like a child with his tantrums and lack of control. Worse still, he was going to be a teen pretty soon, which could be even more disastrous. The simple fact is that in the hands of an adult, these powers we have are dangerous. In the hands of a young man without the maturity to control himself, those powers would be a weapon he could strike out with in the heat of the moment, and with lethal results. I had no idea what the full extent of Flynn's powers would be, but I had a feeling that he was capable of harnessing more energy, maybe even possibly than me. It was a good thing that I had basically bugger all power right now because I hadn't recovered yet. If he figured out how to portal out, I'd have to tackle him before he tried it. The worlds weren't safe right now and they were the only things and they were only going to get worse. I felt exhausted as I climbed the stairs, feeling my legs become more like lead with each step. As I reached the top. I could smell smoke, and a familiar brand at that. Noel was sitting just inside the doorway, a hand-rolled cigarette in one hand, and a book on philosophy from Kaladin in the other. He looked up at me and then looked at me up and down. You look terrible, man, he said, taking a drag off of his smoke. And you were worried about how you were going to do in your interview? Yeah, looks like the bad guys had other ideas about how to keep us all busy. If you're uh, looking for his highness, he's out on the balcony. Damn it, he knows better than that. He just went out there. He heard you down below and stalked out there. It's just a phase, man. He'll get past it. His tone annoyed me. Flynn was no ordinary child. And you're the big expert now, are you? Noel frowned and he stuck his book in the pocket of his coat. He dropped the butt of his smoke and ground it out. You think you know everything about me, Mick? Ha. "'Look, man, the truth is that you found me after I would lost everything. "'I appreciate all you've given me, but, "'but don't think that ever makes up for my people getting caught in your little war.' "'I grabbed his arm. "'What did you lose?' "'He pulled away from my grip and began to walk down the stairs. "'Too much.' "'I watched him go, temporarily struck by a pang of guilt "'for something that I didn't even know that I was responsible for. "'I had taken him for granted.' Of that I had just become very sure of I would better be careful before I had no friends left this was beginning to become a habit with me and war was in the air I'd better get smarter and quick first things first though Flynn hey buddy the shutters leading to the balcony opened as if blown by a light breeze my son stood with his back to me his hair was longer than I remembered it and I shook my head when I realized that he was nearly as tall as his mom now. He had draped my old fur coat from my adventuring days in the icy plains of Tarouge over his shoulders. It wouldn't be too long before he filled it out, but it was too big for him now. I'm glad he wore it, as there was a cool breeze blowing in the night air across home. I felt it as I stepped out on the balcony to join my son. It feels like it's been a long time since we talked. I stood next to him. I glanced sideways. Flint had turned away from me, his face hidden within the folds of his coat's collar. I could see the faint glow from his eyes. Yeah, he replied, his voice very small. I know you have a lot of questions. I'm here for you. I'm glad you're here. I am, and I'm not going anywhere. He turned to me, and I was shocked by how he looked. His eyes were nearly burning with all the energy inside him, and were red from tears. His skin was all blotchy, and his lower lip was bleeding slightly from where he had been chewing it. It might have just been the light, but I thought I could see little hairs coming out on his chin, and under his nose. What's happening to me, Dad? What is all this? There was no sense in telling him anything but the truth. In the past, we didn't let on that there was anything different about him, but it was way too late to convince him of that now. You're becoming like us, Flynn. What does that mean? I reached out and put my hands on the railing. Each of us, your mother, me, your uncles, we all got to a point in our lives when we changed and gained the powers that we have. It didn't happen slowly either, but all at once. His face brightened up a bit. Am I going to be able to fly? Like you? I smiled. I don't get any ideas, but you might. Can you tell me what's been happening to you already? Flynn nodded. I started seeing things in my mind, like memories, but I don't remember seeing them in real life. They're like dreams, but I'm awake. What did you see? I lived in this big city, bigger than anything on the worlds I've seen. There were these tall buildings that made the castle look small. And cars everywhere. It was so busy and people yelled at each other a lot. I remember them yelling at me a lot too. But they were afraid. I could fly there. I know that. When I was flying, that was when people started yelling the most. They fired guns at me. But I kept flying. Then it went all bright. And then they weren't there anymore. They all kept going away I didn't like that it made me want to come home to the castle? yeah I was playing outside when it first happened and I wanted to come in right after like what happened it was normal but I just kept walking around once I was inside like I was missing something but I couldn't find it when did your eyes start glowing like that? After I sit down on your chair, I felt a cold chill go down my back. That was what you were looking for, wasn't it? The chair. I think so. I felt better when I sat down in it. I stopped worrying and I stopped walking around. Flynn, there are a lot of things going on right now, but I want to promise you something, okay? What's that? I put my arm around your shoulders and leaned in close it's going to be alright I'm going to make sure it is okay do you understand yeah I know dad you know how much your mother and I love you don't you yeah dad I know then I want you to promise me something too I want you to promise me that you won't leave the castle unless we go with you and if anything strange happens to you anything you don't understand or if you're out of control you come get one of us will you do that for me Flynn looked at me and nodded. His eyes still glowed, but they weren't burning as brightly as they had been. As I looked at them, I realized Dad was right. They shone much brighter than any of ours were when our powers started firing up. He would be different than us. I knew it right at that moment. Ah, Now, let's get you to bed. Tomorrow's going to be a big day for all of us. Why? Tomorrow we're going to figure out together how we start taking the fight to the bad guys. Flynn smiled. Sweet. Thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. Keep sharing and subscribing to help me keep bringing the story to you. Come back next week for the next episode of The Lost Tribe, Darkest Tower.